Amy Ingerbretson here, professional skier, dog mom, cat lover, podcaster, and your host for Warren Miller Entertainment's Long Underwear. In this podcast, we are sitting down with world-class athletes and industry legends. Nothing is off limits except for one rule. After introductions, there will be no more mentions of skiing or snowboarding allowed. We are stripping off the layers and getting to know the skiers and riders underneath the gear. Welcome to Long Underwear. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Long Underwear podcast. My name is Amy Ingerbretson, and today I am lucky enough to be joined by my BFF, McKenna Peterson. Hi, McKenna. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Aim. <laughs> Yay. Thanks for having me. I know. I love having friends on the podcast because then it's just like a normal convo. We just have all these random people listening. Yeah, and wires and microphones and... We talk with wires and microphones all the time. Right. <laughs> right. No, so where are we right now? We are in Muren, Switzerland. Yes, we, we are. We are so lucky. We're I literally am. looking out the window at the Eiger. Well, the Eiger's behind clouds. The Jungfrau is right yeah. there. Yeah. And it's actually one of the biggest mountains in Switzerland. And it's gorgeous. Yeah. Yes, we are here. We're, we're skiing. But why Muren? Muren's special to you and me. Muren is special to us. We came here on our first trip together right after we met. We planned this trip six years ago. Mm-hmm. And we kind of took off from there. It was like ski trip together number one, and you've been like my number one ski partner ever since. Yep. So that's Best friends ever cool. since. Yeah. We fell, we fell in friendship love in Muren. You, yeah. you, you realized early on I was a crazy cat woman, and you were okay with that. Mm-hmm. I accepted it. You were like, I don't know this woman, but she keeps picking up stray cats in the street and like kissing them. And we're on cat joke number 703. <laughs> was, like, was it the first time you ever watched cat videos? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why anybody would just watch a cat video. But we did. Yeah, we did. And we've There's watched a, a lot since. <laughs> Everybody listening, please go watch this cat video called Kittens Inspired by Kittens. Just type that into YouTube. You're going to love it. Um, but yeah, so along the way, we've, we've skied everywhere together, basically, mm-hmm. all over the world. But we've also skied in Warren Miller together. Yes, We've twice. been on two trips together. And where were they? First one was in Valdez, Alaska. Second one was in Val d'Isere, France. And they were two very different trips. Very different trips. <laughs> Both wonderful. Yeah. We had a great time. Just what are your, like, I mean, I have all my standout memories, of course, but what are your standout memories kind of from, like, both trips? Really just hanging out with you and Lexi. Like, what stands out the most from Valdez is dancing on top of the RV. Yeah, And that was, that was sick. some of the best skiing I have ever had. Yeah. But dancing on top of the RV with you guys was so fun. What sticks out to me from Valdez is you skiing Python. That was pretty fun. That was insane. That was pretty fun. We did not know what the snow was going to be like, and there was, like, this whole plan. You were going to pull up, and we were going to repo, and then all of a sudden, you just slay it top to bottom so fast. It was, like, the sickest thing. Yeah, I don't even know what happened. I just blacked out and went straight. It was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. But it's been really cool. Like, our ski partnership has been really cool because when we met, you were a much more accomplished skier, much more accomplished at skiing big lines, much more accomplished at backcountry skiing and, like, mountaineering and stuff, um, which I did not have that experience, but I was had a lot of experience skiing for camera, shooting, dealing with sponsors, and it was like we came together and, like, you taught me what you knew. And I, you taught me what you knew. And, like, and together it's been kind of awesome. But Alaska was, like, a big test of that. 
Yeah. Because, like, I think we both leaned on each other a lot there. We complement each other very well. Well, and then we had Lexi, who was, like, AK pro. Yeah. <laughs> AK pro and have fun pro, and yeah. it was just perfect. Yeah. No, that was good. And then so Val de Serre was pretty different because we showed up and it was terrible ski conditions. Yeah. However. However, <laughs> we are good at having fun. Yeah. So that was a fun trip. We, uh, we really enjoyed the opera scene there. We did a lot of opera. Yeah. That's good, though. But McKenna and I have a – we're going to – come out with a coffee table book of photos we've taken together of us drinking beverages together because a lot of times people are like oh let's get the two girls drinking beverages shots so like we're drinking and we're like happy and we're like laughing at our tea or our hot cocoa or our beers Beer or water oh wait we could take one right now we could we yeah. could you need a hot beverage i, well, I have a cold water. beverage yeah yeah we'll, we'll do some hot beverage shots later today i bet right with a microphone that. in between us yeah right. yeah mm -hmm. um do you remember when we were out it was like rap night in valdeser and we were out and we were in like a super Euro Club and um the saxophone yes <laughs> what the heck you have to tell the story no you this is it. your podcast you tell the story we were I mean late night oh gosh yeah like, like five in the morning five in the morning yeah just kind of a wild night on Val super Euro Club super Euro Club like oons music all night we were kind of going crazy with the oons music yeah and all of a sudden it went silent and a dude came out with a saxophone and fully serenaded us. Yeah, but he, what was even weird about it is he, first of all, popped out of nowhere, like right next to us, and he was playing Whitney Houston, I Want to Dance with Somebody, on his saxophone. And you and I are just looking at each other like, is this happening? Is this real life? Like, where did, did he, he come, come from? from? <laughs> it was amazing. It was and he, amazing. Like, jumped on the table and... Right next to right us. Right next to us. And he was like super saxophony. Yeah, I made eye contact. Ooh. I mean, it was kind of sexy. Eye contact with the saxophone player. Yeah, mm. that was nice. That was like I made eye contact with Michael Bolton at a concert recently. Yeah, I highlight if, of my life. Yeah, yep. You're the only person I know that could be okay with my catness and Michael Boltonness. Did Michael Bolton realize that you um, were his doppelganger? <laughs> yes, yes. When I was Michael Bolton for Halloween. Um, so the other kind of fun Warren Miller fact about your family: your mom was in Warren Miller. My mother was in Warren Miller in the early '80s. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, you're like a full, you're a Warren Miller heiress. Uh-huh, I am. Have you watched your mom's seg? It's hilarious. Really? Oh, yeah. No hat, it? no sunglasses, Mike Wigley's. It's just how skiing, blonde hair flowing. I mean, oh it looked like gosh. so much fun. Your mom's on the cover of... Um, so Ski magazine. This month? No. No, but she's on the cover of a brochure somewhere. Oh, in Grand Targi. Grand Targi. That was incredible. So yeah. this year, Grand Targi's doing an ad campaign. Um, I think f some sort of 50 or 60 year anniversary. They're doing an ad campaign with old school shots. And my mother was flipping through powder looking for photos of me because I asked her to do that for me. <laughs> and she called me super excited because she turned the page and she had a full page advertisement in Powder That's Magazine. That's awesome. This year. That's awesome. Another spectacular photo. Yeah, it's very good. She's, like, wearing this epic blue one-piece hair yeah. hair down. Yeah, ski tips coming out of the snow. We should, like, compare your mom's, like, ski portfolio to my dad's. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I think we're, like, the only skiers where our parents, like, usurp us into powder. And we're like, what the heck? It's supposed to be our turn. Yeah, right. My dad had a full page, like, two years ago. I was like, what the heck, yeah, Dad? Yeah, I, I want that. Like, of him skiing, yeah. yeah. Mm. Lame. Um, well... Apparently, we're not supposed to talk about skiing on this podcast, which we spend a lot of time talking about skiing. It'll be good for us to not. Yes. Um, but we also spend a lot of time talking about other stuff, too, so hopefully mm -hmm. it's a little easier. But so um, on the podcast, skiing is called the S-word. We're not allowed to say it. 
whoever says it owes the other person a cookie. I've yet to get any cookies. I've yet to give any cookies, but this Ooh, is a theory. I could use a cookie. Okay, long underwear listeners, moving forward, there's going to be no more mention of the S word. But first, we are going to take a quick break to hear from one of our partners. Hi, I'm meteorologist Joel Gratz with Open Snow. A typical powder day in Colorado brings snow quality that is 15 to 1, or 15 inches of snow to 1 inch of liquid. And this quality will give you some face shots. Now, if you get snow that's 20 to 1, that's blower, and you'll likely be in the white room for your whole run. If you want to learn more about how and where to find the best snow, go to opensnow.com or download the OpenSnow app for Android or iPhone. Well, are you ready to not talk about skiing anymore? Ready. Okay, we're here. Zit. No more. Okay, so some people know this about you, but it's a huge part of your life that, um, yeah, that is totally different than the part of the life that I know you in. And you are a commercial fisherwoman. You are a badass. Tell me, just give me the like bird's eye view of your career in fishing. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. As to someone so, who doesn't know anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> My father was a commercial fisherman. So I grew up on a fishing boat in Alaska in the summertime, Mm -hmm. fishing for salmon, Mm -hmm. with my brother and my sister. Mm -hmm. Um, Family affair. Family affair. Um, I never really knew any different, because I always did that. Yeah. And then, um, as I became older, I started to actually work, and I started to make money, and started off with like a, my dad would pay me $100 a day, and it was a big Big deal. Big deal. (laughs) And then it turned into, well, come fishing for a month in the summer, however much money you make. I'll match, and we'll buy you a car. And then I got a car. And this is in, like, high school. And this is high school. Yeah. And then when I graduated high school, I came to the incredible realization that I could go fishing all summer, make enough money to mess around in the winter and go skiing and ski every day. Two cookies. Two but cookies. Unavoidable. Mm. Well, that's work the, all work all summer, play all winter, play all winter, and that's what your dad did. That's, that's what my dad life. did. That's yep. how he set up his life. Yep. So my brother, sister, and I followed in his footsteps, and yeah, that's what we're doing now. Yeah, and now you're the captain. Now I'm the boss. Now you're the boss. I'm the boss of the fishing boat. Last summer was first year as captain, right? Last summer was first full year as captain. Yeah. That's insane. That was... How many women your age are captains of Alaskan fishing boats? Oh, I don't know. Not many. Probably not many. Yeah. Probably not many. In my area, um, the type of fishing that I do, which is called seining, in my zone, there are three of us, three women. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Do you get, like, a cute hat? Ooh. I could use a cute hat. Have we not gotten you a cute captain's hat yet? That's your role. To me, like, everything in life is about the outfit, right? Right. So, like, if you're a captain, (laughs) we need to, like, style you out. Okay. I know what I'm getting you for your birthday slash Christmas. I need to write this down somewhere. One of those, like, marine hats with a little anchor on the front. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to style it up big time. We're going to get, like, embroidered. (laughs) I have a great image. Do you go by Captain Peterson or Captain Mick? Captain McP? Just Captain. Just Captain. Captain. Okay. Skipper. Skipper. What does that mean? Captain. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's like a... Di- okay. Mm-hmm. So Captain Skipper or Skipper? No, not together. One or the other. Captain or Skipper. Okay. Yeah. Copy that. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I'm just like in, in awe of you when I like think of your summers because you work so hard and you're out at sea. And so what I kind of want to know is what's the best part of your fishing season and what's the worst part? 
Because I feel like there's a, a lot of worse parts, but yeah. probably a lot of really best parts. Because he sent me, like, videos of the dolphins and all the... Ugh. The best part is just being up in southeast Alaska. It's so beautiful up there. And we fish such long hours that I see almost every sunrise and every sunset. And they're gorgeous and peaceful. And yeah. fishing's fun. Actually catching fish making the right decision and the right move and actually catching mm-hmm. feels so good. Well, anything that's a huge challenge is super rewarding. Yeah. And there's a lot of gambling going on, like in your decision-making, right? Every day. Yeah. Every day's a gamble. Every day's kind of a game, mm-hmm. working with the other boats and, mm-hmm. you know, trying to get information without giving information, and it's pretty fun. You're like a secret agent. Maybe not that intense. But you're a fisherwoman. But I'm a fisherwoman. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes I mess up. So what's the worst part then? Or like what's a worse story or something? The worst part is not making the right decision. You know, going to a place and, you know, fishing is open for, say, 15 hours. And you choose where you're going to go. And you start first thing in the morning. And you put the net in the water. 15 hours? Yeah, sometimes. (sighs) And you... (laughs) And you bring the net back, and you don't have any fish in it. And then Uh, you're like, oh, no. After 15 hours? No, that was in the beginning. But Uh, you're stuck there. Oh. And you got to keep going all day. Yeah. And it's hard work, and then your crew gets grumpy, and you're realizing you're going to work really hard all day long and not make any money. Not make any money. Those are the bad days. Yeah. I get grumpy. Yeah. Yeah. I would get really grumpy. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think I want to like come up and see your boat, but I, I have no misunderstandings that you are a million times tougher than <laughs> you need to come up and hang out on the boat. You I would know. like it. What's boat life like? Boat life is nice. You know, luckily we have a really nice boat. It's comfortable. Um, is it small? You guys cook? Like, how do you sleep? It's fifty-eight feet long. So that sounds small. There's. I mean, it's big for a boat, but for living spaces. For living for, space, it's pretty tight. What, like six, seven people? Five of us. Five. Okay. Five of us total. I have my own room, and then there's a bunk room where everybody else... Captain Perks. Yeah. (laughs) Captain Perks. My sister and I have been on the boat for so long that we've made it quite homey and comfortable, and we keep it clean and organized, and it's actually really nice. I've seen pictures of your guys' shopping trips before the summer. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's stressful. Yeah. I hate... I can't... I mean, that is just difficult. The thing is, though, is, like, later on in life, if you have kids or something, like, school lunches, like, all that kind of stuff, breeze, not, like, even planning, like, a raft trip would be easy for you. I'm really good at cooking for five people. Yeah. Well, I know. I've camped with you. Your camp cook skills are on point. Nice. Thank you. It's a great compliment. I know. First time to Moab was with you. That was a fun trip. That was really fun. Right after I graduated from college, um, I went down to Moab with a bunch of friends, and we went on this incredible mountain bike trip and camped and played and crashed hard. Mm-hmm. I was we did that one ride. Okay, where so I was we, we did Slick Rock so hard because I thought oh. Slick Rock was like the oh that's like the touristy ride. Oh, it's only ten miles. It'll take us like an hour. No, uh, wrong. Um, it was super difficult, super hot. I had never ridden on Slick Rock before, and I was with you, and you made it to the very end. I mean, we were dying. Right. You and I were both dying we were together because like some of the trail is so hard that walking it was still hard. And yeah. then that we and were like, hot. we could see the cars and you ate shit so hard. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it was just like, 
we were already low, right? Like, yeah. morale mm-hmm. was low. Yeah. And then you did, I, you were, like, bleeding. We like, needed food. Oh, my gosh. That was, but we had beers in the car. Yeah, that made it better. But still, that was bad. Yeah. That's funny. Mountain biking is a hard sport. It is. Man, I, I wish I was better at it. I know, me too. It's so fun, but I am, you know, barely intermediate mountain biker. I like to say and I'm, I'm exceptionally recreational at mountain biking. I'd say I'm just, rec- you know, I recreate. Just recreational. Recreate. Nothing Mountain professional biking. good happening. No. Um, well, we need to go back. Okay, next question. Um, I want to know what your favorite part of a normal day at home is. So not a day when you're out doing the S word, but also not a day on the fishing boat. Like, because you ra- you rarely get to be home. You rarely get to have those, like, normal person moments. Like, what is your favorite part of a normal day? Coffee. Just Coffee. But like at home coffee? At home coffee. Do you do it differently at home? Yeah, slowly. Yeah. So I prefer the French press. Okay, French press. I love a cup of coffee. You sit down and chill. Yeah. And you enjoy it. And you Do you do anything with the coffee? Do you read? Do you listen to news? Or do you just silence? Silence. Yeah. Reading's good. Yeah. And then talking. Yeah. You know, hanging out with my boyfriend, hanging out with my family. Yeah. Hanging out with friends, having somebody there to... Just sit around and chat. Yeah. Be comfortable. I think a luxurious cu- cup of coffee in the morning is totally the best part of a home day. Oh, yeah. Do you, you put milk in your coffee? Sometimes I do coconut milk. Oh. I actually prefer the toasted coconut-flavored almond milk. Ah, oh, that's my favorite, too. Mm-hmm. That goes favorite. well in coffee. Yeah. Terrible in cereal, though, FYI. Oh, I bet. Too many flavors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, coffee. Next question. What is the best advice you've ever been given, and what's the worst advice you've ever been given? (laughs) Okay, best advice came from my dad, and this, like, came through my whole life. Mm -hmm. Keep your hands forward. Yes. Always. In in everything. In everything. Yep. Have you ever tried to walk downstairs with your hands back? No. Keep your hands forward. Keep your hands forward. I mean, it obviously stems from a certain thing that we all like to do. Yeah. But it can go into... Every piece of your life. Like it's a like, metaphor, too, for yeah, all the other stuff. Yeah, stay confident. Yeah. Stay aggressive. Mm-hmm. Don't sit back and let things happen. Yeah, I like that. So, keep your hands forward. Keep your hands forward. It was always, you know, I'd I'd be doing a ballet performance. Yeah. And I'd be, you know, about to go on stage. My dad would say, keep your hands forward. <laughs> this does not apply to this situation. It totally does, though. So <laughs> that's something we have in common. Totally we're both does. ballerinas. And actually, when you're going through first and second position, you yeah. actually never want your wrist to go behind, behind your shoulders. No. They you have to keep your frame always in front. front yeah. Dang. I can't believe mm. I never put that together. I like it. Yeah. Keep your hands forward. With grace. With grace. Worst advice. <laughs> Worst advice is hard. Because when people tell you bad advice, you just kind of... Write it off. Or you should write it off. You should. Sometimes you can't tell. So Yeah, sometimes you can't tell. Um, yeah, I can't really think about advice right now. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Just let the advice, the, the best, the second best advice is let the worst advice you get go away. Oh, yeah, I would just, I mean, total mental block. In yeah. one ear, out the other. Yeah. Like, My, smile and say thank you and then walk away. Yeah. My dad told me some piece of advice one time that I can't tell if it's bad or good and it was some sort of lecture about being a duck, being like a duck, and letting the water, like, absorb the water you need, but the rest of the water just roll right off your back. So, like, be a duck, but I don't know, a duck's not, like, a super inspirational animal. 
I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know. I, I understand where your dad was going with that. Yeah, well, you know Jeff uh, well enough to know that it's, it's <laughs> weird sometimes. I would have taken that as good advice. Okay, yeah. we'll take it. Be but like a duck. roll off your back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, <laughs> next question. What Spice Girl are you? Ugh, which one am I actually, or who which, do I want to be? Which one do you want to be? Posh Spice. Yes. <laughs> Always yes. wanted to be Posh Spice. Yeah. Um, you know, when we were younger and we played Spice Girls all the time. Did I you always have had to, be to be Baby Spice because I, I had long blonde hair and I, uh, you know. Same. Yeah. But personality-wise, I think I'm Sporty Spice. Yeah. But, like, with, I mean, but that's, like, the obvious answer. Right. But Posh Spice. Posh Spice, It's about you know, who do you want to that's be. That's who I want to be. That's who I am deep in my core. Nice. Nice. Victoria Beckham. I mean, she's married to David Beckham. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. I wish the Spice Girls would come back. I heard they were. Oh, can we, I mean, I keep hearing that, right? I mean, like, they did the performance at the L- London Olympics, or they came in on the Mini Coopers, and that yeah, was awesome. That was incredible. But it's hard because there's only four. Mm-hmm. It's not as good. Mm-hmm. So I always I always wanted to be Ginger Spice. Um, definitely young Amy didn't know that Ginger had anything to do with red hair. Um, and then I was wildly disappointed when she became a porn star. Yeah, that's... Because little Amy thought that was really, really naughty. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying I want to be a porn star I was now. Say, it's still it's naughty. Still pretty naughty. But like, I was devastated. I was like, Oh my god, I want to be this spice. Oh my gosh. But she's not Ginger Spice anymore. Well, she's gone. Even if Spice Girls come back, she's not coming back. Oh. I know. It's sad. It's not the same. That's not a team player. Mm-mm. You gotta Mm-mm. be a team player. Man, shoot. We should bring platform sneakers back though. <laughs> They're not flattering. <laughs> I used to wear those huge platform sandals. You know those flip flops yeah. with like I don't know four inches underneath. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty hideous. <laughs> That's bad. I used to wear the big platform sneakers when I was like, I was like scrawny 11 year old and I'd wear mini skirts with knee socks. And for some reason, as a small girl, my feet grew before the rest of my body. So I'd like size nine woman's feet, but then I was like a scrawny 11 year old <laughs> and then I'd wear the big shoes and it was just like, it was just feet. Yeah. Like Little a little body and feet. <laughs> not, not a good. That's a great image. I'd love yeah, to see a photo of good, it. Not good. Um... Okay, if you could have a completely different life, not one where you do the S word, but also not your fishing life. Like, if you mm. could just snap to a totally different universe than what your universe is right now, what would it be? You know this. I was talking about it yesterday. I like to golf. Yes. So I would play on the LPGA. You would be a pro golfer. I would be a pro golfer. Do you look good in golf clothes? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. I mean... Again, it's all about the outfit. It's all about the outfit. Except golf clothes are really expensive, and well, it's like athletic wear material but kind of the cheapy ones yeah but it's the same price are you good at golfing now um i'd say same range as mountain biking yeah ish ish (laughs) (laughs) no i'm not very good but i love it and i play a lot you do Mm -hmm. i always wanted to be when i was a kid i wanted to be the drink cart girl that was like the job i wanted for the rest of my life (laughs) so weird. It's like driving golf carts. I don't you know. You just get to drive a golf cart around. And yeah. like... Now I see it's kind of like a sexist weird thing that I probably don't want to be involved with, but. No. And boring. Yeah. I don't know. You're driving around the green grass. Pro, a pro golf golfer would be a good life though, because the thing yeah. is, is you could be like the worst professional golfer ever and make way more money than the best winter sports athlete ever. Right. So we basically all made the wrong choice. Mm-hmm. I think I still could do it. I mean, I think that a lot of people get into golf later in life, so right. you could have, like, a whole nother 
Fishing interrupts golf season, but it you could does. live like, like Arizona or somewhere where you can golf in the winter. Oof. Oof. Maybe not the biggest fan. Yeah. I haven't spent much time in Arizona. Supposedly Flagstaff's pretty cool. But, and mountain biking there is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But it sounds hot. Yeah, I think McKenna Peterson sounds like a good pro golfer name. Yeah. How old can you get before you can try? I don't I think you should just go know. for it. Yeah, I need to get a lot better. <laughs> okay, hire a coach. <laughs> um, what is the best concert you've ever been to in your life? Best concert I've ever been to? I went to, I saw Tom Petty in the Gorge. Oh. That would when be amazing. I was maybe 2021. 20, oh wow. And it was incredible. Yeah. That's it was, a- I mean the whole scene, the gorge is the most beautiful venue. Yeah. Camped out, was with a group of friends. Tom Petty is amazing. Was Tom Petty. So Yeah. And that was the best concert I've ever been to. Oh, good answer. But then my first concert cool. that I went to, like sans parental supervision, yes. Supervision was <laughs> Journey. Oh my god, really? Yeah, they came to Sun Valley. What the heck, you have really good concerts. (laughs) And that was so fun. And that was like right as Journey was becoming like really popular again. Again, yeah. Like it's not now Journey that's like, okay, okay, we get it. But But back then it was like, that was on the upswing of like that, like Don't Stop Believing being everyone's favorite song. Oh yeah, just saying every word. I had my hair in a high ponytail with a scrunchie, top of my head. Wow. Little jean mini skirt. Nice. I was rocking it on fire on fire yes that was fun those are really good answer uh-huh. those are good concerts damn um okay another kind of weird question if you could be an animal for one day what animal would you be do you come up with these questions on your own <laughs> yeah did you google this like no, I podcast question i've never <laughs> asked someone this question before on a podcast either i just like i don't know i don't know I'd be a snow leopard. Oh, good answer, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, I want snow leopard to be my spirit animal. Yeah. Like, self-proclaimed spirit animal. I could snow see leopard. snow leopard as being your spirit animal. Yeah, just wise, like, slow, moving, and observant until... And then fast when you need yeah. to be. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Can blend in, or can you bl- can stand out. Exactly. I like it. Powerful, strong. Yeah. I like it. Snow what, leopard. I feel like snow leopards do whatever they want. Whenever they want. Yeah, they give no... All the time. They give no... Fs. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Mm -hmm. I like that. That's a good answer. I would would like to be your snow leopard buddy for a day. We could just... We would have a lot of fun. Go do big cat things. Yeah. (laughs) Kill some animals. Ooh. That's that's your fishing side coming out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay, probably. (laughs) Um, Okay, this is something we do on every podcast. Um, we're going to play two highs and a low. I, we've played two highs and a low before. Mm. But I want to know two highs and one low of the last year of your life outside of your life as a person that slides on snow. <laughs> okay, first high was completing this last fishing season. Yeah, first full season as full a captain. Full season as a captain. It felt really good to I know. actually do it and be successful and not screw up and... I don't even know what it entails, but I was, like, so psyched for you and, like, proud and just, like, I just thought that was the coolest thing. Yeah, it was very empowering. I worked so hard. Yeah. That. That's major. Mm-hmm. So, that's definitely the biggest high. Another high is I just bought a house, which was a big kid move. Yeah. <laughs> big steps. Big steps, <laughs> which actually could also be my, one of my lows. Yeah. Is buying the house. Yeah. It's, you know... 
I'm grateful, I'm excited, I'm happy I did it. But so many people congratulated me after, where I was kind of like, I don't know if you should be congratulating me for just going into major debt and having a mortgage and being stressed and overwhelmed by this a lot of thing. Wood, a lot of wood paneling, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, like, yeah, overwhelming and a yeah. lot. It's, like, really cool, but then also feels like a dark cloud over your head. Exactly. Yeah. It's a weight. It's yeah. a heavy weight. So that is a high I think that and a low simultaneously. better, though. And as you make it your own and you right. spend more time there. I need to make it my own. It was... Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't help you. I have no interior design skills. I think you do. At, at dinner last night, we were talking about what we'd do if we were rich. And I was like, I'd hire an interior designer. And everybody's like, that's, that's dumb. strange. <laughs> I would travel. I was like, would. I would heli-ski. I would do blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I just need an interior you decorator. You just said the S word. Okay, well, we're even-ish. Because you said it two times earlier. Okay, you I one said cookie. it one time. One, One cookie. cookie. You can even eat the cookie you owe me if you really want. Yes. You know cookies are my favorite food? Well, one of them. Really? Mm-hmm. What kind of cookie? A fresh-baked plain chocolate chip cookie. Well, Still warm. You haven't come mm. out to Squaw to do the S-word with me, and the best part of doing that at Squaw is going to Wildflower and I getting know. the best chocolate chip cookies ever. So. I see on Instagram. That I'm place looks pretty it. spectacular. I'm holding you to it. All right, well, we're kind of at the end of our time, but... Oh. We have one more thing. You have to tell us a story that <laughs> comes from anywhere else in your life. It can be a fishing story. It can be whatever. And I know this is the hardest part, but what do you got? I know. This is hard. I knew this one was coming I because know. I listened to your podcast. Yay! And I couldn't think of a spectacular standout story until just now when we were talking about fishing and being a captain. And last year, I bit the nose off of a live Salmon. Ah, what? <laughs> I actually took a lot of crap for you on the internet because I posted it on the internet. You wait, but it's a first of it's all, a good fish have noses. Yeah, I did you know, not know that their heads come to a point. Okay. You just like bite off the front of their head. I'm sorry, that makes me <laughs> gag a little bit. <laughs> was it, a, it was alive. It was alive. Wow. It was the first sockeye salmon we caught of the season, and it was a tradition in my family. Where the first sockeye salmon that we catch, my dad would bite its nose off. And it was good luck. He'd bite off its nose and, yeah. Oh. Good luck for the season. And I did not think I would do it. Because that's pretty gross. And then we caught one and my sister brought it to me. And she's like, here you go. And I can't believe I did it. What? Did you spit it out? Yeah, I spit okay. it out. But, like, full commitment. Do you have really sharp teeth then? It's, yeah, hard, you- it's hard to get through... Oh you my god, sorry, this is like really cussing me out. <laughs> so it took some effort, but I fully committed. Oh. And wow. Oh, wasn't that bad. That's a good story. It wasn't even that fishy. I mean, I can't even, I'm not really. I think we'll just have to end there because I don't know mm. what to do and I need to go like drink some mint tea or something. You can eat my <laughs> cookie now because I'm so cussed <laughs> That's amazing. I can't even imagine what that would feel like huh, I'll in do your it mouth. Again. Okay, mm-hmm. something to look forward to for next season. Right. A live salmon nose in your mouth. Yeah. Wow, okay, again, you're way tougher <laughs> than I am. We all know that. We've always known that. Um, McKenna, thank you so much for doing my podcast. Of course, And Amy. for being the best friend. That was wonderful. And for coming to Murin with me. You're a great podcast host. Keep it up. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, until next time.
Thank you, everybody, for listening to Long Underwear presented by Warren Miller. I hope you guys are enjoying spring wherever you are and you're still spring shredding. And thank you for listening. You can keep following me at A. Ingerbretson. Um, and I would love to hear your comments. I'd love to know your thoughts. One last thing, McKenna, you're still here. Where can people follow you? You can follow me on Instagram at mck underscore p. Nice. Definitely follow McKenna because her fishing photos are awesome. And yeah, let me know what you think of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time on Long Underwear. This podcast was brought to you by Warren Miller Entertainment, who you can follow on social media at Warren Miller ENT to keep the good times rolling. Long Underwear was produced by me, Amy Ingerbretson, as well as Jesse Hackett and Jessica McGee from the Warren Miller Entertainment team. Art is by Barclay Wyrock, and editing and mixing by Jason McDaniel. <laughs>